What's up? This is Coach Alonzo Carter, running back coach and recruiting coordinator for the 2020 Mountain West Champions, San Jose State Spartans. And you're listening to the All-Pro Jaffos. Spartan up. If you thought Tom Brady was done, think again. Uh, that nightmare isn't over with yet. NFL free agency has become crazier than we absolutely could have ever expected. Uh, KD has a very interesting take on the Michael Jordan and LeBron conversation. And speaking of LeBron, the only player to hit 30,000, uh, 30, 10,000, and 10,000 uh, throughout their career. So, yeah, a shit ton of stuff to talk about. Uh, today, welcome everybody, All Pro Jaffos, uh, Pernada Bros Productions podcast, <laughs> highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. <laughs> I am your host, JP, alongside me as always, the best DJ in the entire world, Mr. DJ Max. What's up? What up? And joining us casually and fashionably late as always. <laughs> the 610 beast from the southeast, Mr. Country K. Hey, look, two things. Firstly, I was finna come in here playing fucking uh, Lewis Belt fucking character, Sonny Bow, go, go, go. I was about to play that shit. He is not signed to nobody, so we have legal, like it's like <laughs> underground music, so I can play it and we won't get flagged. Firstly, that's first. Well, the shit good. is a fucking vibe. It's like a pregame song for everybody in the Bay, but I'm a transplant, so I fuck with this shit very tough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the base shit is affecting my life. And secondly, the fastest player always come in last. <laughs> yeah, at this point. <laughs> but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we really... Uh, I don't know if you're the fastest. I want to take a challenge. I'll take that challenge. Mm-mm. Maybe. See, I'm going to tell you the same thing. You ain't going to do me like little Damien. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna still be saying the same shit. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> and to be honest, to be honest, I ain't, I ain't do nothing. I ain't stretch. I ain't do shit. When an adult, I'm stretching. When an adult, I'm stretching. I'm giving full effort, maximum effort. I try to keep his life together so he ain't be like, fuck football. Fuck training, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna destroy him, but I gotta let him know, like, hey, uh, this is the difference, you know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's becoming too much of a pattern now to where we start off the show um, with giving prayers and condolences. Um, but uh, again, for another show, uh, it's kind of a two for today. Um, We've got news earlier today, uh, former uh, San Jose State Spartan running back uh, in 2019 season, led the team in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns in your senior season, became a San Jose PD uh, police officer, uh, 24 years old, and uh, he just suddenly passed away. Uh, Not a lot of news has come out on uh the information that i showed you guys before that was actually something you know completely different and all speculation the actual news that came out is uh they don't have really anything from the coroner's office or anything else like that yet so they don't have a cause of death uh publicly uh but either way that wouldn't be information for us to really break anyway that's all up to the family we want to at least give them their respects um in that case but uh, Dijon Packer, obviously gone way too soon. It has affected the San Jose State community uh, pretty hard, um, seeing it all over social media and everything on Twitter, San Jose State football. They're 
um, and all of their social media accounts and everything else like that are, are filled with uh, stories that a lot of people had with Dijon. Um, he was a Gunderson High School uh, product. He went to San Jose City, San Jose City College uh, for a bit. Uh, that you know, me and Kay's you know alma mater there, and ended up at San Jose State, where again, and in, in 2019, he he led the team in rushing and, and rushing touchdowns, and on top of that, to cap it off, two game-winning touchdowns against Arkansas and uh, Fresno State in the Valley game. Um, he obviously meant a lot to the community, so our uh, prayers and condolences. Um, go out to the Packer family and to all his uh, loved ones and friends as well who who knew him well. Um, and then after that, we find out a, a, a legend in the um, professional wrestling industry uh, was also taken off life support and um, – Finally ended up passing away. Uh, Scott Hall, formerly known as <clears throat> Razor Ramon in the WWE, is one of the uh, main players during that uh, time where it was w WWE and WCW during the Monday Night Wars and and all that uh, drama that took place in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, it, it just when we got that news, especially when you hear it from the former NWO people, you got Triple H and Kevin Nash and everything that they're going through and stuff like that. Just to be uh, at least know that Scott Hall, I mean, regardless of the demons and stuff that he was dealing with, he was doing a lot to better himself um, later on in his lifetime and uh basically at least good to know that he was with family um when he passed on um so yeah two two greats in their own perspective communities and levels of profession and everything else like that and uh gone way too soon to john packard and um you hate to see it and stuff like that with legends and especially people that you grew up watching um, guys like that and Scott Hall and back in the wrestling days and stuff. So rest in peace to, to both John Packard, rest in peace to Scott Hall and Mad Sticks. If you can do the 10 bell salute for us, my friend, that'd be great. Hopefully we don't have to do that as often as damn near every show, because again, that's happening way too often now that we're um, announcing the passing of somebody uh, on this show, whether directly to us or direct impact on the community, something like that. You know, it's just, uh, again, hopefully we don't have to do that very often, but uh, again, it's on with the show and we got to get, right freaking into it um <laughs> tom brady's back uh was there ever any doubt <laughs> hello whoa whoa <laughs> there ever go. any doubt that this go. man wasn't gonna pull a fucking brett Favre and just but no not even brett Favre. he went jordan belfer straight out of the wolf of wall street i'm not fucking leaving i'm not fucking going nowhere <laughs> i'm staying in here and we're doing this thing, and he's you know fully expecting doing it with the in a Bucks uniform next year. Pretty sure nobody's expecting a trade, you know, nothing else like that. Um, but yeah, apparently, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> we see the meme. Tom Brady said, "Fuck them kids." 
all of this talk. I need to be with my family. I need to be a father. He spent a couple months with his kids, but damn, some badass kids here. I'd rather be out on the field getting getting torched by 300-pound defensive linemen. <laughs> a lot of these trades has something to do with it. these quarterbacks moving around. Oof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been – I mean, the timing of it, if he would have done it later, like after the draft and everything else like that, mm-hmm. we might be looking at a different scenario where he could get traded to somewhere else. But since it's this early, I mean, it's kind of already – I mean, Mike Evans, I know, is doing backflips at his place right now going thank god no blaine gabbard i don't got to deal with a whole new rebuild blaine, quarterback. blaine gabbard is a free agent the oh, only well, roster quarterback that we have is kyle trask well i don't have to deal with that i could do one more year with the goat i can i can be sure that i'm gonna have another thousand yard season this year he's gonna have a thousand yard season regardless first off you gotta get this head out your heart <laughs> <laughs> You got to like some things. You gotta you gotta understand like one thing is for certain. The NFC ain't shit. Comparatively to what the AFC has, I, I agree, and we'll get into that later because yeah. that even got boosted even fucking more. Ain't, ain't no comparative. I ain't comparing the NFC. Just ain't shit. Just look at it. It ain't shit. So go ahead. We're gonna go ahead. It's just. I think I think Tom Brady actually kind of looked at it and went, Giselle, come on, just one just one more year, please. Just one more year, please. Come on. I can't deal with Jack and all these other kids. I can't deal with them right now. I can't deal. That's not what happened at all. Uh I heard a good take on, I don't know who said it, but they was like, his kids, like, they older now, so they got stuff they doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, they all got things that they into. So, I mean, that's probably why he wasn't at home. They just doing stuff that they, you know what I mean? Just doing stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, how tough, I I think about that. For for somebody who, he had an MVP caliber seat. Let's let's be honest. Uh, Fucking Aaron Rodgers did not deserve the MVP over Tom Brady this year. Thank you. Thank like you. at all that that's Thank just you. if you if you were actually watching the game of football you would understand that there's no fucking way in hell that tom brady should not have been the mvp last year but again that last year it is whatever you know it, it is what it is but uh he's back the nfc south is all of a sudden shaking in their boots again they all thought they were free and they can start working on uh taking over the division and uh, that just uh, <laughs> Tom Brady said, no, nah, nah, fuck that. Um, uh, it was basically, you know, that, Hey, Scott Hall. So it was basically a WWE moment where, you know, everyone was fighting for the division and then fucking by God, it's Tom Brady's music. He's walking out. He ain't done retired yet. Starts giving everybody stone cold stunners on his way to the fucking Super Bowl again. Cause that, Whoa. That well, that has he, been I saw I saw it today. That has been literally what has happened to Tom Brady. He has gone to the Super Bowl. The next year after that, he would lose a playoff game. Next year, Super Bowl. After that, lose a playoff game. Next year, Super Bowl. After that, lose a playoff game. Last year, lost a playoff game. That could only mean lose another playoff game this year. That's what that means. <laughs> Don't even be putting that up in the air. Like you said, the NFC is whack. So we're going to go ahead and include the South, too. I mean, as a whole, we got to be included with y'all, too. Y'all the East. Y'all the East. Like, y'all really sorry. Y'all yeah. as a, the show. So. I agree. But I seriously think, think Tom looked at it and was like, do my legacy want to be matched up with Big Ben? Like, when it comes down to when it's time to be retired, like, do I want to be in the same class as Ben Roethlisberger? Like, I feel kind of bad for the NCAA, though. He came out of retirement during Selection Sunday. Like, that's fucked up. <laughs> we were looking at it going, damn, this couldn't wait till the morning. We're no. <laughs> after this. No. Like, holy shit. Just completely took over the, the news cycle. Let's go. 
and he said in Tampa. That was the that was the most beautiful part. So now all of this room unfinished business. him going to the Niners. Get it out the I, door. I told I you. forgot. I forgot who said it. He's like, you got seven championships and all these accolades and stuff. What the fuck do you mean unfin- unfinished business? Like, what do you? Mm-hmm. It's like I mean, but Tom Brady is that guy. He said he's he wanted like, ten. Never sat- he's never satisfied. He won ten championships and he want to play till he's fifty. He won ten of them things. That's unfinished. You got seven. You got three more to go. Three more. As long as they're in Tampa, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're in Tampa and not anywhere else. Not anywhere else. Stay in Tampa. Go ahead and get this nice weather, this warm weather. But then it you leads know. to the question, now there is a possibility where we actually start seeing Tom Brady as a mortal. We see in, like, the decline. It Are we going to – or, or nah. we just – we'll never see a decline. Just no, you don't see. Be... You don't see it. You don't see it. But it's more the fact yeah, that style built. That's the question: is when I'm around that, so it won't matter. I mean, let's enjoy what we got. I mean, people were comparing it. Oh, this is just like Brett Favre. I'm like, well, thing is, Brett Favre went to another team, and Brady's staying. Well, at least as long as we know now, he's staying where he's at there in Tampa. I mean, so. Why would, again, why would he leave? Why would he leave? I mean, like, he's still got a good situation there in, in in Tampa. I agree with you. There's no reason why he should leave, you know, to be honest with you. So. Like, these, folks, these folks, like, I don't think people understand, like, right now how, how people don't, if you don't, if you're not from, California, Texas, or Florida, you don't understand the impact of football. I say more Texas and Cal- uh, uh, Florida. I get California's love because it is pretty big out here, but realistically, the way football is helmed in Florida and in Texas, bruh, I don't know. I don't think people understand the profession of you winning. That's high school sports or even collegiate sports. You're winning in professional sports. Like, come on, man. What you think is going on? <laughs> like, the people, the people is like, whatever you want, Tom. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, kids. The Brady children. The Brady bunch. The Brady yeah. bunch. <laughs> do it. Just do it. I mean, hey, another year of Tom Brady. Why not? We've been used to it all these years already. Might as well have a fucking another one. 23 years, man. I think he's uh, – never mind. I'm not even going to start to predict what the hell Tom Brady's going to be doing in his career because nobody really knows. Only Tom Brady knows. You know, so – and I saw the thing. I guess the the guy who supposedly bought the last touchdown ball for Tom Brady, he bought it for over $500,000. Yeah. And then right after he did that, Brady unretired. So that ball is like <laughs> – Essentially, kind of worth nothing at this point. Nolan <laughs> Boy, but he got shit. It's still gonna be worth something. Yeah, I guess. They gonna say first retirement ball. For, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, first retirement ball. Yeah. It wasn't even like two months before he came back. It's not like things were really going on to be able to get an itch for it. It's just who you t- who who wouldn't get an itch? I was over here over here need chamomile lotion. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about? Yep, for I mean, sure. So, the goat is back. Yes, we'll love. see what he we'll see what he ends up doing there with Tampa. Before we move on into the insane uh, day that was the NFL free agency, you guys already know this episode brought to you by Raise Energy. You see the flag in the background. Demand more. RepSports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Use the promo code AlphaRays to get 15% off of your order. The prickly pear is in. Just got my shaker and everything else. I got a whole bunch of shit. I got shorts on. I got the shirt. There's gear. There's fucking, There's everything that you possibly think of when you go get that raise energy at RepSports.com. So once again, RepSports.com, AlphaRays for 15% off. Demand more. Join the Raise Rebellion. Appreciate Raise for being with us since day one. Once again, the NFL free agency um, has been nothing short but uh, fucking ridiculous. Um, I mean, to start off, I guess 
the Chargers went and got Khalil Mack uh, for <laughs> comparative to what uh, Chicago had to trade for him from the Raiders uh, was essentially like a bag of balls. Uh, and then go and sign J.C. Jackson, who's probably one of the more sought-after DBs in this uh, free agency to a five-year $82.5 million deal, $40 million of that guaranteed. J.C. Jackson, that was one of the guys I wanted on the team, but Chargers bolstering up the defense because uh, they still got Justin Herbert in the rookie contract, and if they can get a Super Bowl while that uh, goes down, you know, all the more to them. So they're going to be stacking. And Jaguars are overpaying everybody, uh, just destroying the markets. Uh, they signed Christian Kirk for uh, former Arizona Cardinal. How many, what, what did fucking sign him for? Let me see this absolute nonsense that I saw. Like, um, let me see. Uh, while I look for that, what was one of the things? Uh, Lawrence is still on the Cowboys. Yeah, Lawrence. He, uh, he resigned. The three mil uh, guaranteed, I think, like uh, 30. Where was I was looking at it. Uh, Congratulations. 30 million, uh, 40 million deal that includes 30 million guaranteed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Playing for $10 million in the center? That's what's up. Yeah, so we got rid of Cooper. And then the fucking Browns got rid of Landry. <laughs> I was going to say, y'all traded him to the Browns. I'm like, damn. And the Browns got rid of Landry today. Yep, they got rid of him. He's iron going to the Chiefs. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Jack, I'm trying to figure out Christian Kirk. You better stop bullshitting and come on to Tampa. Come play that slot in Tampa. Uh, yeah, they gave uh, the Jaguars, they gave Christian Kirk a four year deal worth up to $84 million. This is for tight out two. He's not even a wide receiver one. And he's here making more money than Devontae Adams, who just got tagged. (laughs) Devontae Adams is sitting back going, are you fucking kidding me? Christian Kirk is making more money than I am right now. Number three wide receiver making the most money, Christian Kirk, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, but they just gave Aaron Rodgers $50 million, bro. I mean. So it's more the fact of the the effect on the team, I don't think. I think people look at it the wrong way. It's like they'll pay Christian Kirk 84 mil because they feel like he'll fit with Trevor Lawrence. And they'll be good together. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he did well with Kyler Murray, little ass. He was, he was playing with a hobbit in comparison to fucking 6'6 <laughs> six, six, Trevor Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, mean, like I don't know. He might got... be a completely different <laughs> situation. They signed Zay Jones. To a three-year deal uh, worth up to thirty million dollars, essentially ten million dollars a year for for Zay Jones. They got Evan Ingram on a one-year deal for nine million dollars. I mean, I get they're trying to build her up, but th- don't you think it's overpaying just a little bit? I mean, for Christian Kirk especially, my God, is he really is Christian Kirk worth? They also got Brandon Scherf, the top offensive lineman from the Washington Commanders. Yeah. That shit gonna sound kind of stupid being commentated this week. Oh, or this year. The Washington Commanders. The Commanders with the touchdown. Oh, the Commanders? Yeah. The... Carson <laughs> Wentz is also traded to the win. Commanders. That's gonna be fucking hilarious. You just better hope they'll say Commanders win, Masters. That's it. Just make sure they don't say Commanders win on your team. <laughs> the Commanders beat the Cowboys today. Yeah, no. Oh, But, yeah, to answer <laughs> your question uh, with the same statement I said before, because you asked, is Christian Kirk worth that? Yes. Look at his production with little-ass Tyler Murray <laughs> and the potential that he'll have with 6'6", Trevor Lawrence. Deep ball guys. So now, now the Jaguars essentially they have 
So they have Christian Kirk, they have Zay Jones, they have Marvin Jones Jr., Brandon Ingram, and they didn't re-sign Chart. They re-signed, uh, I think it's Chenault, his last name. So that's yeah. their whole offensive core, plus uh, ETN and Robinson as yeah. their running backs. Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's a solid, that's a solid stable for a young team. You got to realize that fucking what's the name? You don't have to pay somebody big money to come over there and play for them in the first place, because uh, <laughs> it's the fucking. I mean, well, <laughs> I mean with, with this, with with these free agency pickups for the Jaguars, that obviously means you know where, where they're going when it comes to the draft. It's obviously going to be offensive linemen. They're going to step with this draft as stacked as it is. Their first two or three picks, I would not be surprised if all of them are offensive linemen. Maybe a DB, but for the most part, their first pick overall, I'm, I'm telling you, if it's not Evan Neal, they're wrong. I hold like, the ball. Yeah. Yeah, one of the old linemen. I ain't going to even lie to you. We need one, one of them would be fine. I'm just saying Evan Neal himself, like that. If he doesn't go number one, then the Jaguars don't give a shit about Trevor Lawrence. Like, honestly. I think it's at a at, at a point in time right now with the Jaguars. They need to stop fucking around. If they want to start winning, they, they need to start making the right decisions. And Evan Neal is the safest pick at the number one overall spot. They might find the Tristan works, bro. Tristan works. Evan, Evan Neal is Evan Neal is that kind of guy. Evan Neal is that one who's going to produce day one. No, what I'm saying is when Tr- when Tristan Wurst came out, they said he was the most athletic old lineman, but they didn't say he was the best. You get what I'm saying? When I mean, Evan Neal, league, you're talking about a physical freak and athletic. Yeah. Hey, look. I'm saying. He he might be the best. He might be the best, but they could find a, they could find a Tristan Wurst if they don't draft him. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm just saying if they don't get Evan Neal, they're wrong. Absolutely wrong. Steelers got Trubisky. Yippee. Good for Pittsburgh. Does it matter? Who gives a shit? Are we at that point? (laughs) When they got uh, signed, J.C. Jackson. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Chargers, the Chargers stacked up on their. Now they got got J.C. Jackson. They got Bosa. They got Khalil Mack. They got Asante Samuel Jr. and and Derwin James. That's a solid defense right there. Well, they need all that shit to go against the goddamn old Chiefs yeah. twice a damn year. Yeah, I mean, fair point. And now you got to play the Broncos or Russell Wilson twice a year. Yep. Yeah, the guys like Jerry way. Judy and who is it? Uh, Sutton, Patrick, and all of them out there. I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler Lockett got going to get up out of that contract and end up in Denver with him. If that happens, the Broncos is for show a lot more to the AFC chip. I mean, the, the, they're saying that Russell Wilson's trying to recruit fucking Bobby Wagner to go to the Broncos. Broncos happens, just signed. Broncos just signed former 49ers defensive lineman DJ Jones to a three-year deal. Did uh, did Von resign with the uh, Rams yet? Nah, not yet. Mm, not yet. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Ooh, Bobby, Bobby. We go to the coast, it might be over. My height might be the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> the AFC. Miami signed Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Like that. I like that. That'd be a good backup for when uh you know to you know need to, you know, ride the pine or if he get hurt, you know. I mean Chandler Jones isn't isn't picked up yet. Allen Robinson isn't picked. Oh wait, yeah, no, Allen Robinson isn't picked up yet. Tyron Matthew, holy shit! Where'd he go? Nowhere. He hasn't been signed yet. Neither is uh, Stephon Gilmore. Well, pro- I mean, there's probably more news and stuff like that going to happen tomorrow. This is essentially like the first day. The free agency. 
If Stephon come to Tampa, Lord have mercy. I'm no, he's not. My he's going to be a 49er. Heart. If he come to Tampa, I'm going to lose my G- mother. Gilly, Gilly, Lock is, Gilly Lock is a 49er next year. You hear it here. <laughs> you heard a lot of people talk about the 49er. Why would a cup play for B, Rabbit? <laughs> we need everybody, everybody know his choking ability. We are good. <laughs> we need him. We got to get him on the team somehow, some way. Didn't you guys, uh, Bucks, y'all sign Carlton Davis? Three-year, $45 million deal? <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I've been having a phone situation. <laughs> My phone won't charge. I mean, so I've, been, I've been missing a lot of updates for the past week or two. Does that pick up? Make you feel any type of way? Are you happy about that? Yeah, yeah, no. Hey, bring Carlton back. He, he produced. He produced. I just want, I need him to stay healthy. That's it. He got hurt last year and that was big. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need him to stay healthy. That's it. I mean, it's been a wild, wild first day. A lot of trades, a lot of free agency, a lot of that shit has already gone down. And it's, uh, it's shaping up that next year is about to be something uh, pretty insane. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but before we move on to the next topic, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new partner. Oh, 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 oh yes. Uh, the people that we have been talking about uh, for a long time now, proud to announce and honored that we are now partnered with Gunner Sports. That's right. You guys know. Is Leslie Jackson and Gunner Sports, the ones who bring you the Bay Area Cali Classic, as well as running the Gunner Sports Academy. Uh, people, if you want your kid to get noticed, you want your, you know, some some film, you want to know the best way to get to the next level, Gunner Sports is where you need to be. You need to contact Leslie Jackson. You got to get find out how to possibly get your kid in the Bay Area Cali Classic off-season work. Go do the Gunner, Gunner Sports Academy. It's all there, and it's all for your kid to benefit themselves. So, again, happy and honored to announce that partnership. Leslie Jackson, Gunner Sports, Bay Area Cali Classic, the Gunner Sports Academy. We appreciate you guys now part of the Jaffo family. Uh, now into, I guess we get into a little bit of NBA talk. KD was on a podcast, I think it was yesterday or earlier today, uh, and basically was trying to put an end to the debate of who is better, LeBron or Michael Jordan. Uh, came out and said that they both had their unique, uh, unique ways of doing things, obviously, um, different eras and stuff like that we're never going to really see them go one-on-one so it's kind of it's really difficult to really compare who technically would be the greatest of all time but given that lebron has now become the first player and only player in nba history to hit thirty thousand points ten thousand assists and ten thousand rebounds it leaves up for a debate going who really is, I guess if you had to put it in a category, are they in categories of their own or can we really compare who is the greatest of all time or does it have to be different? Like, Matt Six, your opinion, I, I'm sure you've you've seen Jordan, you've seen LeBron. I mean, in me, that like, discussion, what do you think? To me, it's like two different, like two different errors, two different players you really can't, Compared to two, you really can't say who's better than who. Jordan was the best of his era. Kobe was the best of his era. Now we have LeBron, who's the best, you know, right now. They really can't compare, you know, everybody. Each era is different. The rules have changed. The way refs are doing stuff has changed. So it's all, you know, so you really can't pinpoint to be like, oh, he's better than this. I mean, LeBron might be better than Jordan in certain areas. Jordan, you know. So you really can't, to me, you really can't compare it and say who's better. I mean, I like Michael Jordan, but I wouldn't like no huge, like, 
like Jordan fan. Like for me, I just wasn't a huge Jordan fan. Just mm-hmm. like I'm not a huge LeBron fan. Like I like what he does, but I'm not a huge <laughs> fan. To me, like coming into the league, calling yourself the king and the goat, like you better humble yourself. There's what people way better than you before your time. So I mean, he I was, was already given. Look, I mean, LeBron James was already given that moniker while he was in high school. ESPN and stuff was already labeling him as the chosen one and everything else like that. So he, that's why yeah, he already had. I mean, <laughs> when you go and fill a high school kid's head, but the thing is, he he. <laughs> he essentially lived up to the hype and not a lot of people can say that, you know, there, there's always hype around the player. There's always hype around, Oh, this guy can be the next generational athlete, or he can be, you know, guaranteed hall of famer. Look that everybody can have those predictions, but not a whole lot of players actually live up to those expectations. And it's unfortunate that those expectations are so high that because a person doesn't meet those expectations, they will label them, you know, either a bust or whatever it out, whatever happens outside of that. But LeBron was really like they were labeling him as the chosen one. They were labeling him as the next, you know, king of the and he lived up to the moniker. He was one of those very few people that actually lived up to being one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Yeah, so, <clears throat> I mean, me personally, I don't necessarily kind of like the road that he took of doing it. I, I, I don't like the journeyman aspect that he, he was on, like, I don't know how many different teams that he's played for throughout his career. Um, but the kind of like the recruiting these super teams ever since, was it three, three different teams, four different times, right? Because he went back to Cleveland. So it was Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland, and then Lakers. But I, I don't know, just kind of like the way he went about it was different. And then when you talk about Jordan, like you're talking about a guy who all of his championships and stuff like that, he waited a while to get those championships, but they were building the team around him. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't just leave Chicago. He was patient with it. And it turned into six championships, six finals MVPs, you know, no blemish on the loss record. So when you're comparing kind of like the impact of the game, I mean, obviously LeBron has made a huge impact on the game. You know, I think he he's one of the main reasons why you see a lot of big men now looking for, instead of the scoring mentality, it's the pass first. You're seeing a lot of big men having the pass first mentality, like, you know, Jokic and Embiid. And you're seeing these all around players. Mm that, you know, got to see LeBron since 2003 come in and be that guy, you know, so. And then Jordan is the reason why guys like Kobe and LeBron and anybody else even got into basketball, you know, so it's obviously the stats of, in my opinion, obviously the stats of LeBron are great, but you look in the era of which he did that, you know, it's kind of like oh, damn near every little thing is a foul now. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's the defense was much rougher, in my opinion, during those times in Jordan. I'm not saying at all that LeBron couldn't be dominant in that era. But I just think like how easily that he does things now, I don't think it would have. Well, and then I mean, Jordan, if he would have played in this era, oh my God, he he he'd be scoring leader every fucking year. That's because the NBA is soft right now. I, you know that's what I'm saying. So it's kind of like I I think of if I'm gonna rank them, I put Michael Jordan, I'll put LeBron, but even LeBron, I'll put shit before LeBron, I would put Kareem, and then I put LeBron after that. But like if it's coming, you know, all around person who i mean again this is my own opinion somebody who's played you know i got to watch like the tail end of his you know the late 90s run with the bulls and everything else like that and then when he came back with the wizards that you know short stint you know got to saw that you know michael jordan play but it's just at that time i i kind of have to give the mentality of 
could either one of them have played in both eras? Both of them, again, could play, but it's just saying the effectiveness of which Jordan would have been in this era. The, the, I, he could have possibly beaten, you know, Wilt's 100 mark in this I got, era. The, I got the chance to see Jordan in uh, practice. So when they, whenever they play the Kings, they would play over at uh, Consumers. They would practice over at Consumers. So after uh, school, we'd all go over to the Consumers and watch the gym. Some BJ Armstrong and all that. We'd all go over there to the gym and watch him practice. He has an aura about him. Yeah. You see Jordan. Man, just... that's, what, that's what makes him stand out. Like, okay, he won the championships with one team. Kobe won his with one team. You know, like, his five you know, and everything. LeBron, yeah. you know. Every team, I mean, different teams to win it, and and LeBron, LeBron never had the patience for like a team to kind of build around him. It kind of he needed to be on a good team now to win, and that was definitely you know, Kobe. Kobe stayed That's with the Lakers true. even when they sucked. That's not true. I was rolling this blunt, but I want you to get it all out. <laughs> but that's not true at all, at all, because LeBron was with the Cavs. What not eight nine years before he went to Miami, it was like like he was there for a while. He went to an NBA Finals his third year. He drug a bunch of nobodies to the NBA Finals. No disrespect, you in the NBA, but like realistically compared yeah. to everybody else, you essentially was nobody. Bunch of bench players and like, he didn't have anybody in the top one hundred on his team. Let's he had just say nobody that. over there. He went to the finals against the Spurs that had four players that was in the. Top seventy five, like, like, come on, bro! Like, what you want him to do? You like, what you want him to do? I mean, I mean, but I, I'm just saying it was kind of that experience there in Cleveland that gave him the mentality of I don't want to be a part of a shitty program like that again. Like, no, if I'm gonna play somewhere, it's gonna be like a win now mentality. We gotta have the pieces and players around. No, it wasn't the case. It's it's the more the fact of a lot of players be wanting to play with LeBron, but if you in Cleveland, they don't want to come to Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is there to do in Cleveland? <laughs> that that famous quote from Slow Kim Know It. <clears throat> I don't like him. I don't like him. Anyway, uh, figure it out. Kim. But yeah, like, no, I, I ain't necessarily figuring out. I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, not figuring out, but like, I'm trying to understand like where. Where you get this whole, he don't want to be on this kind of bad program. I'm like, well, because it, it it always seems like as soon as, as soon as the team shows signs of decline and like things aren't going the way they're supposed to be going, he'll he'll take off to to somewhere else. I mean, he went like when he left Cleveland the first time. We know he he's not going to finish his. We know he's not going to finish his career as a Laker. Yeah, but that was that was a fantasy thing. Like he always, like he said, he always wanted to be a Laker. He was a kid in Cleveland, watching them on TV. He always wanted to be a Laker growing up as a kid. Oh, first That's, he always was, wanted to play for his home team. Now he's always yeah, wanted like, to be a Laker. Like you grow up going to, like you got to think about it. That team was great when you were a kid. They were just always in the finals. It was like you dream, like damn, I want to be in the NBA. All right. Your, your closest dream for him is Cleveland Cavaliers, right? They fucking suck even then. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you I mean, got to – Again, I, I don't deny – I don't deny the greatness that LeBron has brought to the game for as long as he's, you know, been in the league. It's been 19 years now going on 20. You know, so it's been a long career. It's been an impressive career. You know, I'm. He's had the the longest run getting to the finals. I think next to Bill Russell. You know, uh, I mean, he may not have won every single time, obviously, but he's only what won four. He won two with Miami, won one with Cleveland, and one with Lakers. Right, so he's won four of them, but he's lost six or seven. You know, yeah. So it's like, yeah, he's been to the finals, but. He hasn't necessarily won them all. He, he had lost two in Miami. Yep. He played against Dirk and that team, which he admitted on the shot several times that that moment was too big for him. He lost two he against that. the Warriors while he was with Cleveland. Which, again, injured Kyrie, injured Kevin Love. 
Like, you can't really, like, a lot of these losses, people, like, say, oh, you lost this many times. Bro, you got to remember, like, if you just think about it. The people Jordan had on his team, they get hurt while they going. You think they, like, he, Scotty get hurt. Boom, Scotty hurt. Like, they doggone one of the starting guards get hurt. Rodman Boom, or something hurt. like that goes down. Yeah, Rodman get hurt. He lose three players. While they on the run, the other team fully healthy and they clicking. What you what you gonna do? Like you know what I'm saying? You're gonna do the best you can. You're gonna do the best you can and hopefully. And then you think about it, it's like look who these players turn out to be. Draymond Green ended up being one of the best defensive players the NBA's seen, which is, that's hard to admit, but that's the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? Steph and Clay is like two of the great Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. Yep. And then you got to sit here and make it see like make a case for Clay, even though he's been hurt for so long. It's like, bro, like, come on, man. Like, these are the people LeBron lost to. Like, look who he's losing to. Like, you got to give give that man credit for even just like I, you are, but give him credit for getting there. But it's like people like condemning this man for losing to these great teams. It's like, look who he's losing to, bro. Like, Dirt and Whiskey Hall of Famer. The Spurs, Hall of Famers. The Warriors, Hall of Famers. Like, look who LeBron losing to. It's not like he losing the scrubs. Like, <laughs> That's granted, true. granted, true. if he lost to my Miami Heat, like, my Miami Heat in comparison to the Lakers, then you condemn him. Thrash him. You know what I'm saying? Just in comparison. You know what I'm saying? Thrash him. Destroy him. But he didn't lose to the Heat. He lost to the Spurs twice. Like, he lost Spurs to the twice, Warriors, Warriors twice. twice. Yep. He lost to Dirk I mean, Nowinski. Like, come on, bro. Like that I, shouldn't I, have happened, point, though. Yeah, but that was if one of those. King, that shouldn't even matter. I mean, every king, every king don't win. Every king don't win. Yeah, sit there and go on national television, going like, "Yeah, I have no, I have no worries because I'm the best player in the world." You better back that shit up. Hey, man. <laughs> There are times where he said some shit like, and it's always the time where he has those moments of, of, of hubris when shit goes wrong for him. Whenever he has the moments of being humble and things are going right now, that's when they start to win and everything's fine. But he always has those slip out moments where like ego gets a little big for his britches and lets one slip out. Like I'm the best player in the world. All right. You're the best player in the world. You better win. Only go and start claiming shit. You better win. I think he be like if you look at LeBron's stats during those moments. LeBron's stats be solid. No, I'm, I'm not gonna. Him, I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit like Jordan never had those moments of hubris. The only difference is Jordan never lost in those moments. But again, that, like that, that's, said, that's like the I whole thing. Just, like I was just about to say before you cut me off, the team around him. The team around LeBron, if they're if they freeze up, now LeBron is versus five. It's him versus five players, and the rest of his teammates got deer in the headlights. No disrespect to Jr., but you have you get slip up moments <laughs> like that. Why did you, no disrespect to Jr., but you completely no, that just was a, that was point that was him out. Time. You didn't have, <laughs> no, you didn't have that to call that LeBron man's name out. Like that. That's that's LeBron. That's LeBron's last finals trip and loss was that year when he. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though again, Jr. Jr. said that's what they normally do in that position. They normally would, you know, call a timeout or do that whatever he did. You know what I'm saying? They normally would do that in that situation. But at the same time, you have a mental lapse. You forget to ask how many times yeah, you get. You forget to, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you forget to do things at certain moments, or just you have mental slip ups. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I my thing is that man be carrying a bunch of nobodies, bro. <laughs> a bunch of I mean, nobodies. He usually he does. I, I'll give him. I'll give him that. He usually does. Because when he was with the Heat, that was the first time he actually had a like old old. Like everybody's good, I guess, because he had D Wade and Bosch, and then he had a bunch of role players that was they played their role well. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. When he got back to Kyrie, I mean, he had the same thing essentially. That's why they went to the finals so many times. 
so real quick, then then we'll we'll look at it this way. We'll we'll make a, a, a Mount Rushmore, I guess, a top four. Didn't we do this last week? We did a top five. Who said Kay, you said uh D Wade, who and who and who? Who was your top no, five? I'm saying my 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 favorite players, my favorite five was uh Shaq, D Wade, Braun, Jordan, and Tim Duncan. Okay, so so you're you went by favorites. I'm saying, in your opinion, who would be your top four greatest players of all time? Well, <laughs> like yeah. I understand Shaq and all that. I mean, favorite yeah, well, Shaq, stuff, Shaq, like, Shaq would, no, Shaq would still be in there for the simple fact he was the most dominant player the NBA has ever seen. So you got to respect that when you're the most dominant. You get what I'm saying? Like, you you in there. There was no stopping um, Shaq. Yeah, it was d- during the time he was in the NBA, it was no stopping. You just stayed in shape. Like Kobe was saying, the so man. So would he be like, your number four? He would probably be number three. It would be probably Jordan, Brian, Shaq, and. Steph. Steph as the fourth. Yeah, you say the best of all time. You got to think about it. Le- Jordan, the most win, like the greatest winner, right? Yeah. LeBron, best overall player. Shaq, most dominant. Steph is the greatest shooter. All aspects of the game. Okay. We got Matt Six. Who, who's your top four? Uh, let's see. I'd have to go. Top four, definitely Steph. I'd have to throw Kobe in there, Shaq, and uh, see who my fourth be. Uh, so wait, you're going Steph as your number one? No, I'm just saying, or you just no particular order, just your okay. Yeah, so Steph, Shaq, Kobe. So be one more. Have to be Jordan. I'm going to go with Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman? You're just trying to be the guy today. <laughs> You're that just trying sense, to be the stuff. Dennis Rodman was the player as hell. Bro, yeah, there's no, people in the sense. NBA community that are going to hear that and just going to yeah. want to fucking throw, flip a table over. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they didn't know who Dennis Rodman was. They just know Dennis Rodman for Dennis Rodman. They don't know yeah. Dennis Rodman for basketball. Dennis yeah, Rodman is one Rodman. of the best defensive players out there. Yeah, yeah. It was cold. Dennis Rodman was by far one of the best defensive big men in, in, in the game for sure. Would he oh, be in my Mount Rushmore? No, but and he married still, him, so you got to put him in the top four for just marrying this up on Oprah. <laughs> and he broke his shit banging Madonna. <laughs> Oprah went to her producers and said, "What we got today?" <laughs> uh, Oprah, you're not you're not going to believe this. What? Uh, you know Dennis Rodman? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's going to be marrying himself on your show today. Um. Okay. Well, what what is he just going to be wearing a suit and he's just going to stand there up? Um. No, no, no. He's going to be wearing a full on bridal outfit. Okay, let's make and millions of dollars. What that feel like in Vegas during one of the twenty twelve playing? Well, his Vegas was Dennis, his. We gotta uh, watch the last dance too. again, but I'm pretty sure Dennis Rodman did some wild shit during oh, yeah. his run with the Bulls. Yeah, they need to just have a Dennis Rodman uh, uh, biopic, like why he up. Uh, well, I'm sure there's. there's I'm sure there's. Talk about his entire life. Like they, they need to capitalize off of this last dance shit. Well, they should have capitalized off it last year and just I mean, Scotty, did individual stories. Since that came out, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They should have did individual stories on that whole roster. You know what I'm saying? Just bro- drop like twelve. 
they can make a documentary just on the rivalry between Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. They can just do a a documentary just based on that. Okay, my my four, I would do Jordan at one, LeBron at two. It sucks that it leaves it at four, but I got to go Kareem at three. And Bill Russell at four. That would have to be mine. Because you got arguably the greatest, you know, you got the goat in Jordan all around <laughs> in, in LeBron. Best, like, basically point scorer of all time in Kareem with the sky hook. The un, you can't defend the sky hook. And then you got Bill Russell with 11 championships. Dominating old Boston back in the day, going up against guys like if I could put Wilt in there, he'd be tied for fourth. Hey, I'm pretty I, saw, I saw numbers that Wilt put up that I was just like, there's no what not even today's game would people be able to put up those type of numbers. Hey, I'm pretty sure uh LeBron just beat Kareem and scoring, bro. No, he did. That's why I put him at number two. Okay. Yeah, that's why that's why I put him there at number two. But like tied for fourth, it would have to be Wilt and Bill Russell. I'm gonna go with Tristan Thompson at five. You're you're crazy. <laughs> you're so fucking wild. Fuck. You say number five biggest bust of all time, number five biggest fuck ups of all time. We're talking about yeah. Talking about greatest hey, players. Hey, no, I ain't going to lie to you. If you say, if you to put an ER on Sam that bus, I would to be with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tristan Thompson is fucking guy. Hey, my boy, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson is a Jamaican blur. I can tell you that right <laughs> now. <laughs> Don't play with him. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> if you give him an off day, he's going to come back with a baby. <laughs> Terrible. Fucking terrible. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> you have best that you fucked me up with that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost spit all up on my computer. I'm telling you, bro. That shit. <laughs> he almost just cut out completely because he fried his whole system. Tell you. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Soon you said Tristan Thompson at five. I'm like, what the fuck? I feel like he waited on me about? to get that water drinking too. Like he's like, all right, one of these motherfuckers is gonna drink some water, some shit. And like, here I come. I'm just thirsty ass. He got me. Had that one in the chamber, ready to let loose some fire. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really feel bad for whoever I play beer pong in next. The next time I play beer pong, because I've been shooting. A lot of plastic bottles and trash cans. <laughs> you have a good angle for with your height. What's that? Oh no! When we were at City, I was I was deadly. I was deadly. <laughs> I was deadly when we were at City. What was that? What, what is that? Mass- use, uh, what was it? Was Mass Six out of Mass Six? Looks like uh, a uh, what? What were you showing? I know. I was listening. I was uh, somebody had sent me a track real quick. I was listening. Oh, I was like, what? What are we looking at? I know. She's like, you can't for an opener, so she sent me this damn track. I didn't even know she rapped. I was like, oh, I'm like, this shit kind of (laughs) dope. Her name is Alexa. She uh, live in Roseville, but I didn't even know she like rapped like that. I was like, what? She sent me like a thirty second clip. I'm like, damn. Look at that rapper's out of Roseville. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. He can't finish everything. I mean, I knew it was possible, but I, I never thought I'd see the thing. Me either. <laughs> That's too late. The, the, the show is already set. It's go time. It was cool. Okay. This, 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 this new show. 
they're gonna get to see a different element of me because my uh, instructor is performing so like and i know all his hooks so i'll be singing all his hooks up that during the show so that'll be a different vibe than me just djing we gotta put that up on the channel well, yeah we you gotta, gotta go to the out. show man yeah oh, yeah that too yeah. when is the show Ooh, April 29th. You gotta April go to 29. the show, man. It's a, uh, Friday night. F- fuck. Friday where? Here in SAC on the uh, phone Fulton Avenue. Oh, I might be able to try to I might have to make that too. Yeah, we might have to like make a that little happen. vlog thing. And then Saturday, yeah, because then Saturday I got to go to uh, Lindsay. Mm. Lindsay, California. Oh, that, one you- is, uh, that one is an outdoor uh, amphitheater. Hey, on the 29th show, can you put us down in media so we can bring our cameras in? Yeah, no, nah, you can like bring your cameras. Put the podcast down as media. Yeah, we probably, yeah, I can uh, talk to them, yeah, and have them put down. Right, cool. Yeah, look at this. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm liking it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you guys already know we got things coming up very soon. Next week, uh, you guys are going to want to be with us. We've got the <clears throat> the San Jose State uh, spring game on the 26th Saturday, so that's next weekend. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, Wednesday, still trying to get uh, – uh, or actually, do have the confirmation uh, this Wednesday at 7.30, Coach Ray Pickering uh, is going to be with us. He is now – the offensive analyst for my beloved Texas Longhorns. So you oh guys are going to want to be there on Wednesday enjoy. You're going to have Bro. my happiness all over the place for Wednesday's Bro. episode. That is confirmed. <laughs> Coach Pickering is going to be with us on Wednesday at 7.30. So be with us on that. Uh, you guys already know you have the social medias right up there above, above Mad Sticks, the Joffos AD on Twitter, Joffo Sports uh, for Instagram, Pernada Rose Productions, everywhere else on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, once again, thank you for Rays. Thank you to Gunner Sports. And before we head out, thank you, another sponsor, another partner with us, Mountain Mike's Pizza. We had the Super Bowl watch along there at Mountain Mike's this last year. And it went perfectly. And it's something that we're going to continue. And it is now the exclusive home for the times where the Joffos go out and have a watch along party where everybody gets to come out, have fun, have some pizza, have some beer, and get to enjoy the game. Whether it's a Sunday night, a Monday night, playoff game, Super Bowl, that's where it will be for Mountain Mike's Pizza. Shout out to Dave and his crew out over there at the 7777 Sunrise Boulevard location where me and Kay were hanging out with the crew for Super Bowl Sunday. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to, man, I wish I could say the first part. I think it's Taz, Taz Dollar, the artist I found out about. I ain't say your name right, bro. I apologize. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's fine, but then we're gonna uh, have again more watch-alongs and stuff like that there. So, again, things are looking up uh, for the program. Things are getting better. We will see you guys on Wednesday for the All Pro Job Post for myself, JP, for DJ Madsticks, who just fucking for some reason waving samurai knives. These motherfuckers keep fucking with me. They want to keep <laughs> I got something for that ass. <laughs> Try me if you want to. <laughs> Hold on, I honestly, 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 we gotta address this before we move on. You was using Tyler, you was Tyler too knowledgeable with these materials that you're holding up. <laughs> right. Well, you just don't know. We need you to woosaw one time. That's what we need. That's what I'm saying. It was just like that. No. At every entrance of my house, there's some kind of martial arts weapon. See what I'm saying? Now so that's what I'm saying. Just calm down. Calm down. <laughs> calm, calm down. Like, I'm sick of the bitch assness that has been going on. Like me, <laughs> like me, you can almost kill somebody. I was walking yesterday, not even <laughs> up. I was walking yesterday, 
this random ass girl, she was got in an argument with her boyfriend, got out the truck, start walking, like she comes walking up from behind, bro, passes us, passes us. I stopped paying attention. This girl goes in the bush and takes a piss. By the time we pass the bush and shit, we're talking and shit. I'm talking, you know, normal volume and shit. You can hear me. You know what I mean? Like you can hear people talking while you're walking, especially you pissing in the bush. This motherfucker decides to jump, come out the bush, not jump out, but come out the bush like as we're passing. I had my hand on my blade about to slice this motherfucker to sashimi, brother. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> hey, don't just, just come out of the fucking, you should have waited till we passed a little bit. Like gave us a little bit of distance then come got, out the bush. Y'all just got to calm down. Magic's over there going, like, he's probably about to bring out some nunchucks pretty fucking soon. I know yeah, those are the there. Next show, they in the, they in the room right now. Royal, <laughs> I was gonna say, I know they're there. Royal learning how to use them. <laughs> oh man, this is this is this is, all not good. this is beautiful but Columbia. not good at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jaffa Army, Jaffa family, we love you guys. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. All pro Jaffa's deuces. Peace. Aloha. Fucking. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> <laughs>